Good morning and welcome to the Lord's house this morning. It's certainly good to see everyone that's here. We appreciate each one that's come. And, uh, got some visitors, glad to have our visitors. Got some folks that's been gone that God's blessed to come back safely. Glad to have you back. Appreciate you today. Glad you're here. And God's given us uh, another beautiful day to come and worship. And uh, I want to read a, a verse of a scripture in the book of Matthew in the 12th chapter of the book of Matthew. And Matthew uh, tells about uh, Jesus talking to a group of Pharisees, which Bible readers know that Pharisees, they were very religious people, but they weren't godly people. You can be religious without being godly. And uh, so they were challenging Jesus, and uh, they asked him some questions. And his answer to them was in verse 34, O generation of vipers, how can ye be able to speak good things? So that makes a point, but here's where my real focus is. This last phrase, and this, this would have an aspect uh, to apply to everybody. He said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So my question is for us today. We all can ask ourselves this question. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. What is my heart filled up with? What am I excited about? What am I talking about? And God's give us lots of things to be excited about. A beautiful day, uh, eating dinner with friends, uh, going somewhere, doing something. There's lots of things to be excited about. But what are you talking about? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. Now, leave this question, and I'll, I'll get on and have prayer. If somebody that didn't know you very well was around you for a while, and they listened to you talk, would they go away from there and say, boy, that person's a Christian. They love the Lord. Could they tell from your conversation that you're interested in the things of God? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. What is the abundance that's in our heart that we're speaking about? So that's the question for the morning. I just uh, felt like mentioning that. Okay, uh, let's all bow our heads and pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, uh, for your mercy and your grace and for allowing us to be here today, God. Thank you for each one that's coming. God, we're so blessed to be in your house today. And God, we're just blessed to look over the crowd and see the folks that are here. And uh, God stirs our heart. Uh, God, we thank you for letting us be here today and for your blessings. And uh, God, just how good you are to us. And God, we just praise you today and help us that out of the abundance of our heart that uh, we might excitedly uh, speak about you, Lord, uh, because you deserve it. And help us today that we might be able to worship God. And Lord, our heart's greatest desire uh, this morning be somebody get saved. God, we pray for this service. We ask you blessings, and we praise you in Jesus' name. And amen. We're going to turn over to Brother Taylor and Sister Kate.
page 28.
page 32. I've climbed a lot of hills, walked through lonely valleys, and I've seen times the sun just wouldn't shine. But today, as I was struggling, the good Lord said to me, This is the last mountain that I'll Yeah.
Well, that's good singing. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate them singing about our hope, what we know we've got. You know, in the Bible, when it talks about hope and Christ is our hope, it doesn't mean I'm guessing at it. It means what my expectation is. I'm, I'm looking forward to that day. I love this country. I like this life. I love it. It's just what a blessing it is. But I'm telling you what, I'm looking forward to that day when I cross over on the other side. And so that's where our hope and our promise is at. It's good to be here this morning. I, I thank the Lord for those good songs. And again, we thank the Lord for everyone that's here. We've got a real nice crowd. got folks that's not normally able to be here with us. And sure glad you're here this morning. got folks that's uh, been gone to come back safely. And we're glad you're here this morning. And uh, just glad everybody's here this morning. And whoever's listening on the live stream this morning, we're glad you're listening and watching. And uh, I just pray for this service. I've been excited about uh, this service this morning and uh, looking forward to being here and uh, looking forward to what God's going to do. And uh, if we do what God wants us to do, uh, we can always be amazed at what God does. And that's the way God is. But uh, uh, let's all just stand. And uh, if you've got a prayer request on your heart this morning, well, I'll just make that known here before too long. We'll, we'll go to the Lord in prayer. And... Uh, let me start with one. Uh, uh, I talked to Brother Donnie Smith this morning, and uh, his father-in-law, Sister Jody's dad, took a bad turn for the worse, and so the family was going to the hospital to be with him, and uh, Brother Donnie had called and asked uh, Cooper if he'd take care of church for him at Lafayette this morning, and so uh, remember that family, and uh, uh, sound like it, uh, uh, Brother Kill might be getting close to the end of the journey, and uh, so remember them. Also, uh, Pray for, uh, uh, pray for Brother Brent Hunter. Uh, he's got a preaching appointment over at Lighthouse Baptist Church this morning, so he's, God willing, he's over there. So remember them. Somebody else got something now. Amen. Amen. I did too, sister. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Amen. Well, I thank God for that testimony and prayer request. Someone else? Right. Amen. Amen. Really pray for that. And that, and, uh, God will not be uh, uh, in that funeral. And, uh, really, really pray. I just, uh, I'm like Blaine. I, I feel the need. And uh, that's going to be on Tuesday. So really pray for that funeral. Any others? Let's pray for this service this morning. Uh, pray for powerful conviction. Uh, and pray, just pray God speaks to people in a great way. And boy, my heart's desire to see people obey the Lord this morning. Any others? Oh, ways to go. She's doing okay. good. All right. But, um, you know, we're just hoping her spirits stay up there. Amen. And sometimes that's difficult. You know? Yeah, it is. So just everybody keep praying for her. She's okay. Surely do that. Keep praying, praying for Sister Lois. That's a great prayer request. Any others? I think we've got folks probably back with us this morning. Maybe this is the first time back since we've been back in the church house. Uh, it strikes me that way, and we 
we're just glad to have you too. Appreciate you being here. And uh, uh, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. God's mighty good to us. Any others? If not, we'll ask Brother Billy Ray to lead us. Thank the Lord for the prayer. Uh, who'd feel like singing this morning? Anyone feel like singing? If you do, is honor the Lord and come sing what's on your heart. I appreciate the congregational singing already. That's good. Anybody got anything? Amen. Could you get brother? That's really pray. That's a great song. Listen to this song. I wasn't there on the shores of Galilee when Jesus touched. Blinded eyes and made them see. And though I did not see the empty tomb that day, I still believe. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. I believe there is power. In the blood of the Lamb, I believe there is healing in the touch of His hand. 
the greatest of all miracles was when my Jesus saved me. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. I have seen the lowest sin, sick soul, have life anew. Be made clean, pure and whole. And I have felt him loose those chains of sin and set my spirit free. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. I believe there is power in the blood of the Lamb. I believe there is healing in the touch of His hand. But the greatest of all miracles was when my Jesus saved me. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me but the greatest of all miracles was when my Jesus saved me yes I know what Jesus did for me I think I think thank Blaine for requesting that I was sitting there and this morning when we did Sunday school I was talking about the Declaration of Independence and how everybody needs their own declaration of independence Amen. that God gives you. And I couldn't, I was like, Lord, if I could sing a song that would somehow line up with that, that'd be great. But I just couldn't think of one. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Amen. Well, I appreciate that song. Well, that's good. Wonderful song. Thank the Lord. Well, I like that. You might ask yourself this morning, do you know what Jesus has done for you? And, uh, well, if you do, rejoice in that and follow him. If you don't know that, seek him. You can know it. You really can know it. Anyone else have a song on your heart? Obey the Lord if you do. All right, nobody else does. I'd like to share scripture with you this morning uh, from the last part of the third chapter of Hebrews and then uh, mostly in the fourth chapter of Hebrews. And uh, the third chapter, uh, you can read down through all of it. I won't try to read all of it now. It wouldn't be needful, but you can read about the struggles that the children of Israel had when they were in the wilderness and what caused their problems. And uh, the, the problems that they had that was the worst problem they had was unbelief. Even after God had done so many wonderful miracles for them, uh, then they'd just turn around and they'd reject uh, what he said or what he did. And so coming down into the, uh, the 18th verse here, and uh, there's a lot of them that didn't get to go into the promised land. Anyway, in 18th verse says, And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believe not. 
So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. So he didn't name any particular sin that they'd done. It's because of unbelief. Now he uses that as a comparison uh, uh, to spiritually. So verse uh, 1 in chapter 4 is like this. He said, Let us therefore uh, fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you uh, should seem to come short of it. And so just like a lot of them didn't get entered into the natural promised land, of course, a lot of them didn't get entered into his rest spiritually either. But uh, in this day and age we live in, uh, we talk about that place we're going and uh, how good it is and praise God. And there is a place called heaven and I'm glad and I'm going there, but uh, it's not just automatic that you get to go to heaven. Uh, you got to be born again to go to heaven. Uh, Jesus said in John 3, 3, and I quote it a lot, except you be born again. He said, verily, verily. I say unto thee, except you be born again, uh, you cannot see the kingdom of God. So you can't see heaven unless you've been born again. And so uh, talk sure says, let us therefore uh, fear. Uh, people need to be uh, afraid of dying and going to hell. And I, I tell people, and I, I'm able to say this, this is true. Uh, when I recall my testimony, and I share it, and when God let me talk about it, uh, when I was under conviction, and when I come to altar and when I was asking God to save me, uh, my mind wasn't on the walls of Jasper and the street of gold. Uh, my mind uh, wasn't on uh, uh, the things that you see about, uh, uh, you know, you can read the Bible and you read the description of heaven. Uh, my mind wasn't on that, Brother Carl. Uh, my mind was on the fire of hell. Uh, the Bible tells about a place that uh, burns with fire where the fire is not quenched. And I'm telling you, my mind was on that. Uh, I didn't want to die and go to hell. And so uh, even, and I've shared this some too, uh, even as a young man, uh, when I uh, would leave church and I'd go home and uh, God was talking to me and I hadn't trusted him yet. And I remember laying in my bed at night and I, I was very afraid. And I, I had a lot of trouble in my life and in my soul. And I had a lot of things that bothered me. It seemed like it was just crowding in on every side. Uh, but uh, when I'd lay down at my bed at night, uh, I'd be afraid to go to sleep because I'd think if I don't wake up uh, in this country, uh, I'm going to wake up in a burning hell. Uh, hell's real. Uh, you know, I'll just say this. Uh, this, I guess, kind of the way our times are. Uh, uh, many years ago, uh, there was a man came to me. I uh, guess I'd preached along this line. I wasn't even uh, here, but a uh, man came to me. He said, I'd like to offer you a little advice, preacher. And I said, well, okay. Uh, you know, a lot of times that happened. He said, now, he said, you preached about hell and about it being uh, hot and about the fire burning. He said, that'll scare people to death. He said, he said, I, he said, I, I think I like the way you think uh, about some things and some things you said. But he said, I like to encourage. He said, if I was you, he said, I'd try to leave a message uh, that didn't have anything in there about that hell. He said, that sounds pretty scary. And I, I said, sir, uh, if I leave that out, that'd be uh, one of the most important uh, points of the gospel. Uh, Jesus died to save me from a place called hell. And I said, now, uh, let me say something to you. And I said, I'm not trying to be insulting. Uh, but I said, uh, if it bothers you to hear about hell and the fire burning, I said, uh, do you know uh, you've got what you need uh, not to go to that place? Uh, he kind of turned pale. He said, well, uh, he said, that's not the point. And he turned around and run off. That is the point. Uh, uh, we need to know uh, that we've passed from death unto life. Uh, and so when it talks about this here, let us therefore uh, fear uh, lest a promise being left of us. See, we've had a promise, uh, but listen, 
unless uh, the promise being left of us uh, into his rest, that any of you should seem to come short of it. So listen to this, what it says down here. Verse 2, for unto us was a gospel priest as well as unto them. Now, I want to make a little point right here. Now, I've had people tell me they didn't think the gospel uh, was ever preached, those folks back under the law. Uh, I've had people say the gospel uh, didn't come uh, till the New Testament. But I want you to know the gospel's been uh, all the way through. And it says that here, for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. Boy, we're getting to the uh, real essentials of the matter. You've got to hear the gospel. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And, and Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that'll believe. And so uh, are you willing to believe the gospel today? Are you willing to act on it? Uh, boy, they heard a lot about uh, God back here when they was in the wilderness. They, uh, uh, Jordan, they walked through there 40 years, and God did such wonderful thing. I, I, I remember when I was just a teenage boy uh, reading about the journey of the children of Israel and I think, my goodness, uh, after all God done for them, uh, looks like they would have uh, reached out to him quickly. Uh, uh, but uh, 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 then later on, God showed me uh, I wasn't much different than them. Uh, God's done a lot for me. A lot of times I've failed to do what he wanted. Uh, but listen, goes on down through here. And for unto us was God's preached well to them. But the word preached did not profit them, uh, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Uh, boy, when God gives you that faith and uh, it stirs your heart, it's good to come to church. I recommend people to come to church. Great that you come to church. Uh, but I want to preach today. Uh, you could come to church every time the doors is open uh, uh, from the time you're young uh, till the time you die and you could still die and go to hell. Uh, going to church a lot uh, is not uh, a ticket into heaven. Uh, going to church a lot's a good thing. I recommend, uh, please come to church. Uh, but once you get to church and that gospel is preached to you and God brings faith to your heart, faith comes by hearing the word of God, it needs to be mixed with the gospel. Uh, how do you mix it with the gospel? You use it. Uh, uh, reach out to God by faith. Uh, that means uh, trust the Lord. Uh, let him come into your heart. Boy, now this getting right down to the point. Uh, I've had this on my heart a few days. I'm glad to be able to preach it. Uh, uh, it's certainly uh, an important important message, uh, not because I'm preaching it, but because God said it. So, so it goes on. Now listen, down here in verse 3, for we which have believed do enter into rest, no doubt about it, as he said, and listen to this, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, uh, uh, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. And so, now boy, get this, uh, God's uh, telling a story like it is and wants us to know it. He said, if you'll come and believe in me, you can enter into my rest. But, he said, uh, this has been finished uh, from the foundation of the world. Uh, and, and he goes on down here. Boy, this is sweet to me. He said, for he that spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And, and so when you read about the creation uh, back in the book of Genesis, and tells uh, day by day what God made, and said on the seventh day he rested. And here it said he rested from all his works. And now, again, I've talked to people that seem to think that God's uh, still trying to figure out the plan of salvation. I heard one man say God tried so many things and none of it worked. And he finally come up with the idea and sent his son to the cross. Uh, folks, uh, that fellow meant well that said that, but he just missed the point. Uh, God knew before he ever breathed into Adam's nostrils the breath of life, he knew that he was going to send his son and, and that Jesus was going to come all the way from heaven. Uh, be born of a virgin, walk by the shores of Galilee, heal the sick and raise the dead, open the blinded eyes. 
Then he knew uh, all ahead of time. Uh, and Jesus knew it too. The Christ knew it too. Uh, he, the Christ, the, the, the second person in the Godhead. Uh, they, he was there in the beginning too. Uh, John said in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That, that's John uh, 1 and 2. Then John 1 and 14 said, uh, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as of the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Praise God. He's full of grace and truth. So this work of God, it was already done. Now, let me say it this way. Uh, God's work is already done, and yet he's still working. The thing that God created uh, to do the job has already been fixed. He doesn't have to add anything to it. Uh, but praise God, uh, what Jesus uh, did at Calvary, uh, that's what God was talking about in the beginning, uh, before the foundation of the world. That was already fixed. And so uh, why listen? Let me read that again. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise. It says that God did rest on the seventh day from all of his labors. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein. And listen, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Now, here's the point. I want to make it as clear as I can. Uh, God did all that he did uh, for you. Well, maybe a preacher did it for all of us. Yeah, he did. He did it for all of us, but he did it for you. I preach this and believe it with all my heart. If I would have been the only sinner, or let me turn it around this way, if you would have been the only sinner that needed saving, uh, Jesus would have still died on the cross for you because he did die for you. He loved you that much. Each individual, he loved enough to die for you, and he did, and shed his blood. And so he goes on down through here, uh, talks about this. Let me say this again. Uh, sure, uh, let's go down to verse 7. Again, he limits a certain day saying to David, uh, listen to this, what he said to David, today, after so long a time, as it is said, today, if you will hear his voice, Harden not your heart. Uh, for if Jesus had given them rest, there uh, should uh, be not afterward have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. Okay, uh, he put rest in my soul. Uh, and one of these days, uh, I'm going to have rest both soul and body. Uh, I've got a glorified body. Well, preacher, where's it at? Well, it's held in store for me. Uh, it's already there. Uh, uh, God's already given it to me. Uh, but one of these days... I'm going to put it on. I went in my closet this morning getting ready to go to church. What suits shall I wear? Well, I, I looked through a couple. I said, well, I'll get that uh, kind of beige color and put it on. Uh, and I tried to find a tie that would go with it and match it. Uh, well, praise God. One of these days, uh, when it's time for me to change that garment, Anthony, I'm not going to have to look and choose because it's already on the rack and God's going to put it on me. We're going to get up in glory. Woo! Praise God. Uh, we're going to get up in glory. But listen, if you don't get saved, you're not going to get that glorified body. And it comes on down through here. It said, uh, listen to this. Let me go on down to verse 12. For the work of the word of God. Talk about the word of God again. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of sunder of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. What's that talking about, preacher? Well, one thing it's talking about. Uh, let's go down here. When it's talking about, uh, it's talking about sharpening a two-edged sword, dividing even asunder of the soul and the spirit. One time, I was a lost man, and my soul had evil in it. 
uh, God come through. He did surgery on my soul. And I died uh, during that surgery. Uh, but he cut the evil spirit out of me. And my soul was born again. That's the power of God. He can do that today. You might feel like the whole world's against you. Uh, but I want you to know if God's for you, who can be against you? I'm telling you, uh, let me go back to my experience a little bit. Uh, when I was lost and I'd uh, lay in my bed at night uh, have a hard time sleeping and I'd wrap my pillow around my face sometimes because I didn't want my mom and my dad to hear me sobbing because uh, I was worried about my soul. I was worried about going to hell. But that Saturday night uh, uh, in Albert Street, in the building in Albert Street, when I came to the altar there and that was uh, the old block building. That's two buildings ago from this. Uh, that old little block building, I came and I, I prayed and I'd been on the altar and I'd got up. I still wasn't satisfied. And I sat on the mourner's bench and oh, uh, my heart was heavy and I was grieving and I, I was still on my way to hell. But I came to a point and I said, God, uh, I don't understand a lot of this and I've done all I can and I, I'm still lost and, and there's nothing else I can do. God, if you don't save me, I'm a goner. When I put my trust in Jesus, uh, he saved my soul. When that faith was mixed with the gospel, God put his grace in me. I've been saved ever since. I'm on my way to heaven. It's a done deal. The devil can't knock me out of it. Uh, God said I'm going and I'm going. Let's get us a song ready. Somebody here today uh, needs to come and pray and talk to God about it. Are you willing to just trust the Lord? Uh, you say, it's hard. Yeah, it might be. It was for me. I, I thought it was harder for me than it was anybody else. That's all stand. I thought it was harder for me than anybody else. Probably wasn't. But it seemed hard. I was so shy and backwards and nervous and scared. But God gave me what I needed to do to come to him. And when I came, I got saved. And I've never had that same fear anymore. Why? Because I've entered into his rest in my soul. Sing whenever you're ready. Come right now and let's pray. Come and let's pray. Come and let's pray. We're not here to embarrass you. We're, you don't have to make a speech. We're not here to trouble you. If you're here today and you're lost and you need to get saved, I want to beg you and I want to ask you, come up the aisle and let's, let's go to the altar together. I'll walk up there with you. Glad to do it. Anybody else here? Any other Christian here do that too? If you got somebody close by you that's you got confidence in, you want some help, just get them by the hand or whisper to them. Say to them, will you go to the altar with me? They will. Let, let me ask a question. How many, how many folks that's here saved that's living for the Lord? How many of you be willing to walk to the altar with somebody's lost? Just raise your hands up. Yeah, if you're willing, raise your hands up. Yeah, praise God. That's a lot of hands. Well, I'm telling you, uh, God knows what we need today. Now, I'm not going to ask this, but I want you to think about it this way. How many here today that God's calling is willing to come? It's up to you. I'm, I'm not asking you to raise your hand. But I, I'm asking you to show it by action. If you're here today and God's calling and speaking to you, I'd like for you to come and I'd like for you to let God 
speak peace to your soul. We're not here to embarrass you. Heaven forbid. As shy as I am, I've always been sensitive, not wanting to embarrass anybody. But I want you to know, if God's calling you, you need to come. Well, just come. Oh, boy, we got some folks here needing to come real bad. Please come. Please come. appreciate the Lord coming by and, and I appreciate him speaking to people's hearts and I'm confident he's doing that now uh, with heads bowed and eyes closed for just a, a minute or two I'd like to talk to you like this and just just make it kind of between me and you and of course the Lord and us I believe there's people here I believe with all my heart that God's speaking to this morning I'm, and I'm not doing this to put you on the spot and I'm not going to come back to you to tell that you raised your hand if you do but if you're here this morning while heads are bowed and eyes are closed, and they are all over the house. But if you're here today and there's a spiritual need in your life, let's go with being lost. Let's talk about that first. If you're a lost person, but you don't want to stay lost, you don't want to die and go to hell, would you just raise your hand and say, pray for me? If you do that, just raise your hand and say, pray for me. If you appreciate that hand, yeah, buddy, I appreciate that hand. That means that touched my heart. That stirred my very soul. Now, somebody else, if you're here, like I said, I'm not going to embarrass you or point you out or uh, make a point of it, uh, but if you're here and you're lost and you need to get saved, and I appreciate that one hand that was raised. I know the Lord was in that. But would there be another one? You don't even have to raise it real high. Just raise it up just a little bit. Would there be another one? Just raise it up just a little bit. Just, oh, I appreciate that hand. I do. Thank you. I saw that, and that's wonderful. I appreciate you acknowledging that. See, the first thing, uh, one of the first things when you realize you lost is acknowledging it and acknowledging your need. Now, let's talk about out of fellowship. Anybody here that's out of fellowship, God needs to get in so you can feel that joy again and you can feel that peace in your life and you can help somebody. Anybody like that that's uh, saved but you're just not where you need to be with Jesus, raise your hand right quick. I'll pause just a moment. I've got one more thing I want to ask. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about this. What about you that are here today that are saved, that God's laid it on your heart to join this church and you haven't done that yet? Would you just raise your hand and acknowledge that? Yeah, I'm, you might say by that, preacher, I'm working on it. It's hard, but I'm, I'm trying to do that. But if God's laid it on your heart to join this church and you've not done it, would you just raise your hand so we can uh, get a, uh, you know, get a kind of a, I appreciate that. I appreciate that hand. Sure do. Appreciate that hand. Would there be another one? Would there be another one? Okay. He, uh, raise your heads and open your eyes. And in just a minute, I'm going to have them sing again. Now I'm going to come stand back down here. And uh, the invitations to everybody God's calling. Uh, but especially this morning, if you're here and God's speaking to you and You've acknowledged that. That's, that's a step in the right direction. I'm going to ask you, you've made a big step. Just raising your hand, that's, that's wonderful. You've made a big step, but there's some more steps to go. I'm going to walk back here while they sing, while we sing. I'm going to ask you to do this. I'm going to ask you to step out and meet me in the aisle, and let's come to the altar. We'll come together. You don't have to walk up there by yourself. Most of all, God will be with you. And uh, 
nothing to fear when God's in the arrangement. But sing and please do what God wants you to today. While we sing, would you come? Amen. Kneel at the cross. Would you come? Please come. Up to you. I'm not trying to pressure you. Not my job. Not trying to twist your arm. That's not what I'm supposed to do. I'm just supposed to preach Jesus and tell you what the Lord wants me to say. And then, if God's speaking to your heart, it's up to you. I'm going to walk back this way a little bit more. Anybody in the house that needs to do something, let's do it. Let's obey the Lord. As I walk back up this way real slow, please obey the Lord. You know, if you've been saved, Jesus wants you to follow him in baptism. He'll bless you if you do that. If you're here today, let me go on this. If you're here today and you need to join this church, you haven't done it, would you step out and acknowledge that? Would you just come to the front with me and say, yes, that's what I need to do. Just come right now. And you that are lost, come on, let's pray together. Please come. Please come. Please come. Boy, please come. Come, will you come with me? Come on. There's some people right on the edge of coming. But I can't move for you. We love you and God loves you. But will you just step out and come? Church, everybody obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Your time, your choice. Come on. If you've got a lot of pain and agony in your soul, and a lot of fear and trouble and problems in your life, God's able to get rid of that. He can erase it. He can wipe it out. How's he do it? He washes it away with the blood of Jesus. God's big. He made the world. He made the sun and the moon and the stars. He gave his son. He raised him from the dead. He can do that. He did it for me. Will you come right now? Come on. Come on. Please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. appreciate God giving so much conviction and uh, I'm going to ask him for at least another verse of song and I'm going to focus on you folks that need to join church you already say but you need to join church and you know if God's giving you something to do like that and you do it it's going to be a light to them that's lost please obey the Lord I know sometimes it's hard to step out, and especially if there's a crowd of people. But this is just people here that loves you. I declare. God knows your heart, and God loves you. God cares about you. And this church cares about you. Uh, not taking anything away from any other church, but this is as loving a church and as loving a bunch of people as I know of anywhere. Well, I praise God. I'm, I'm glad and honored to be part of this church. But even more than being part of this physical body, I'm glad and honored spiritually 
be part of God's church. Now, here's the thing. If you're saved, everything God wants you to do is important. And everything you do will help somebody. But everything you don't do that God's wanting you to do will hinder somebody. So if you're here and you're needing to join this church, come forward and stand with me. And uh, we won't make a big deal out of it. We're not even going to shake hands with you like we normally do. Uh, might clap for you. That won't hurt you. But listen. Boy, I'm glad glad they're going to sing here. I appreciate it. And you, whenever you get ready to sing, you can. But whoever needs to move. Now, all invitations are open. Whatever God's saying to you, that's the invitation. Do that. Pray for them while they sing this morning. Boy, I appreciate it. <clears throat> Let me come back down here and meet you now. Come on. <clears throat> Pray. Pray, church. Somebody need to come. Come on. Somebody needs to come. Come on. Why would we tell God no when he's been so good to us and he's calling to us? There's no reason to tell God I no. I thought Especially, number one. Listen. Oh, I like would that. Surely hey, listen to that. Oh, I like that. I'm glad they're singing that. I thought. Come on. I could be. Come on. What Please I come. To be. Please come. I thought. Let's start out I with you. You need to join church. Would you just step out on and come on? Sand. It'll help some other people do some things. But if do I that. can't I believe that. even walk. Please come. If you're lost and God's calling you, don't wait for anything else. Just come. Oh Lord, I can't Even if you're in the middle of the aisle, it doesn't matter. You say, excuse me, folks will jump out of your way to let you have room to come. Come on. Please come. And the valley's too wide. Down on my knees, I learned to stand. If you're here and lost, and you don't want to go to hell, and God's stirring you hard, why would you not come? I'm telling you what, salvation is free to us because Jesus paid for his life. I can picture him with that big old crown of thorns on his head. I picture him those bruises around his face. Now when I'm in I trouble, picture him when they only pierced him in the side, that spear and the blood and the water come out. If I can and I can picture him saying, Lord, forgive them. They don't know what to do. I'd be less and I can picture him dying an agonizing death with all Lord, my sins and yours laid on him. Boy, but then I can picture him getting up from the dead. He did that for us. Well, let me ask you. How about just come and let's bow together and pray when you get done? If you don't want to say anything, just go back to your seat. No problem. No harm. Nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. And you, the chair, needs to join the church. Why, it's such a small thing in a way, but it's such a big thing in a way. Easy for you to do it, but the impact it have to help somebody. My goodness! Don't let the don't let the opportunity pass to obey God and get a blessing and help somebody. Why would we do that? Please obey the Lord. 
I'd like everybody to know I'm not a singer by any means. Boy, you did good. But I sit back here and I tossed and turned and I kept hearing myself. Am I going to help God? Am I going to do anything for him? Am I going to sit back in that bed Come on, and, say, yeah. and say, I'm the only one in here that don't know where he belongs? Help him, Lord. You know what I mean? I know where I belong. Yeah. And he shows me every day. Amen. Even though I might be the weakest person in here, as far as what I believe, or where I say I believe, or where I, where I stand in life. But I can look to him, and he says, you're mine. Yeah. And that has got to mean more to the world to me. That means more than anything to me. Amen. I, I went through my whole life looking for something. Yeah, man. And I tried countless different things, and it didn't work. And it looked at me, and it said, oh, you know, you're a failure. Oh, you're not going to make it. And then I looked the other day at myself and I was praying and I thought to myself, God, why did you save me? Yeah, bless him, Lord. Why did you? Come on, man. Why did you fall for me? Yeah. And I turned around and he said, because you're mine. Yeah. Because you're all that I've ever wanted. Yeah, man. Hey, when man. I look at that. Praise the Lord. As bad as I sounded a minute ago and as bad as I thought I did, I was so proud that I walked up here. Yeah. So if there's anybody here that thinks you're lower than that you can't that you can't believe that you can do what they Come can on. do or what these people sitting around you can do, yeah. you're wrong. Amen. Because it takes God and it takes belief. Yeah. It takes faith. Amen. People told me faith is what you gotta have to go somewhere in life. And believe me, if I don't have anything else, I have faith in God. Amen. Hey, I appreciate it. Would you sing that song again? I really. You're asking a lot, Terry. That's all right. <laughs> that's all right. I, I just, I had that on my heart. When I walked back up here and your testimony was powerful, and it kept stirring. That testimony was for people. Cheer. I could feel that. And I, God sent that testimony through Terry to help folks that are here. Would you please come? Come and let's pray. Boy, if I don't, if I don't identify somebody's spot, I'm bad fool. Please come while they, while they sing this song. I thought. Please come. That number one. Listen. Please come. Surely Time to come. Come on. Me. Come on. I thought. Don't, don't take your problems all home with you. Don't take I your sin all home with you. To be. Don't take your troubles all home with you. I thought. What can I do with them, preacher? I could be. Leave them at the altar. All Listen to that song. Think about that testimony. Terry didn't think he's worth God saving. He thought, why would he save somebody like me? Because he's God. God loved him. God wanted him. That's why Jesus died to save sinners like Terry and this Terry also. And like you. And he reaches out. He died on the cross. All he's asking you to do just come obey him, trust in him. And just want you to come to all and call on him. You don't have to pray out loud. You can pray to yourself. I was praying silently when I got saved. And my words probably didn't have good grammar and God didn't care. The words is not important. It's the attitude of the heart. Without you holding my hand. Help him, Lord. Praise God. I'm glad Listen. I made you. Listen. My one. Listen. Come. If I like 
trouble Only his name I'll call If I can't help us God Please help us God Please help him Help him to come that you're calling him Please come Please come Please come Yeah, amen Boy, that's right, that's good Lord, I come on. Come on. Without you holding. He'll hold you all the way. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. He'll hold you all the way. Down on my knees. I learned to stand. Cause I can't. Even walk without you holding my hand. Amen. Amen. Oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful song and wonderfully sung both times. Thank you. All right. I just, uh, I'd like to do more, but I don't know what else to do. Anybody else got anything on your heart? Sir Lord, you can still come if you want to. have a thought I'd like to share with you. If you were diagnosed with a deadly case of COVID-19, and they said, this, this, you know, this is bad. This is the worst case I've seen. This is what kills people. And then the doctor came up and he said, I've, I've discovered a remedy for COVID-19. We've tried it. It works. It's 100%. It works. You take this medicine. And it'll cure you just like that. All your symptoms are gone. COVID-19's gone. Uh, you're well. Nothing to worry about. You can never get it again. It's cured you forever. You say, well, preacher, that sounds like a fairy tale. Well, it may be, but I want you to get this point. 
If you had COVID-19 and it was killing you, and the doctor had a guaranteed remedy that would take care of it forever, and you said, well, how much it costs? Well, that's free. I just want you to take it. I just want you to get well. What would you think about yourself if you said, no, I don't want it? I'm not going to take it. Not right now, anyway. I, I'm, I may, let me think about it. What's to think about? If I had COVID-19 and they told me that they had the remedy and I could take it, and they said it's been tried, it's tested, it's, it's 100% pure, it works, you'll never get I'd take it fast as I could. There's a sickness that's worse than deadly COVID-19. It's called sin sickness. If you have sin in your soul, you have a, an eternal death. It's not only deadly to your soul right now. You can be up walking around and have a clean bill of health, according to the physical person. But if you've got sin in your soul, if you never get that doctored and see Jesus is the great physician. If you never get that doctored, when you die, you're going to a place called hell. Uh, hell's a real place. It's a place where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Uh, the critters that go uh, to hell or the creatures that go to hell, they never get out of there. The people that go to hell never get out of there and the fire never does die down. I'm telling you, uh, sing us one more verse of song. My heart is so agonized today, it's, it's hard for me to stop. Uh, if you're here today and you're lost and you'd like to get saved and you felt God speaking to you in this service, and, and, and if you're here and you need to repent and rededicate your life, do that. If you're here and need to join this church, if God's telling you to join this church and you don't, shame on you. That's a simple way to help somebody, just obey the Lord. Sing when you get ready. If you decide to disobey the Lord, I can't help you. I want to, but it's God's the one who can help. Will you come and pray? Come. really pray for the folks that you heard God's dealing with this morning. If no word, be seated for a minute and we'll get the announcement. Sister Paula gave me this card, so I'll try to read it. Um, to the Lima Missionary Baptist Church, just wanted to thank everyone for all you have done for us over the years for mom. The cards, the visits, most of all the prayers and thoughts uh, for her last days. The strength and courage received from these prayers helped us through these days. Thank you for all for the dinner after the funeral. Uh, we had many comments of how nice it was for you all to do this. We love you all and will always be grateful for everything uh, and you all the family of Marcella Owens. So I'll put that on the back uh, uh, wall after church today. I thought that was a really good card. We will have church tonight at 6 o'clock, and I don't have any other announcements. So.
CJ. All right, I got some exciting announcements about tent meeting and church camp. Um, tent meeting is going to be starting a week from today, and that's for ages 6th grade and up. Um, we're going to meet next Sunday night at Brad and Chrissy Voorhees' house um, for a bonfire, and that's going to go until 10 p.m. Um, everybody needs to bring a lawn chair and also um, $3 for pizza and a snack and drink to share with your friends. Um, and then the 6th through the 8th, which is Monday through Wednesday, um, we're going to be meeting here at the church at 5 o'clock, and that'll go until 10 o'clock. Um, we're going to be having dinner together um, on the 6th, which is the Monday. Um, I'm going to need everybody to bring a carton of eggs. Don't ask questions. It's just going to be a good time. We're not going to egg each other, but that's a pretty good idea, too. But... Um, then on the 7th, everybody, which is the Tuesday night, everybody's going to need to bring a change of clothes. And then on the 8th, which is Wednesday night, we'll be coming in here for church. So just dress like you're coming for church. Um, on the 9th, we will be off to rest. However, um, all of our activities, we're going to be outside um, to try to reduce the exchange of germs. So if there is a rainy day and we get rained out, we're going to use the 9th as a makeup day. Um, and then on the 10th is when we're going to go to camp. So, and I have more announcements for that. Um, but I am looking for volunteers. Paula so graciously volunteered on Facebook um, to provide those dinner meals um, for the 6th through the 8th. So we need three dinner meals. Um, last year and the year before, a group of women um, would plan a night and they would provide the meal. So if you would be interested in helping us out with that, we would be so grateful. So, and then for camp, Kui gave me a list for, to announce for that. So, um, we're going to be having sign-ups today after church. Um, for If you want a shirt, you need to have your shirt order in by this Wednesday, July 1st. Um, and we'll need your info for that. Um, you need to sign up in order to be able to attend. The deadline is going to be July 5th. This is for 6th grade through young adults. Um, this year's camp will not be open to everyone um, due to trying to reduce the risk of germs. Um, we have to limit the number of people we have so we can stay in the guidelines. Um, and you have to be a member of, of Lima or be attending regularly. So just remember that we're going to be leaving the 10th and we'll be coming home then the 11th. So um, we're so excited for that. So really keep that in your prayers. We're so thankful that we have the opportunity to be able to do that this year. And also one more thing, I do have cash for people. Um, it was in March we were supposed to have our um, retreat and different ones had gave me their $30 for, for the retreat. Um, I do have your money. If you gave me cash, I can refund you because we obviously didn't go. Um, if you don't come after the money, I'll just assume that it's a donation towards the youth group. <laughs> so. All right, thank you. I appreciate those announcements. Anything else? Yeah. Great. Great. That's probably going to be at our house, but this is all up in the air right now. So, all right. But I just want to give people a heads up. 
That's all exciting. I appreciate all the people's working on that in either group. And, and now, let me say this before we dismiss, and we'll dismiss, uh, have rushers dismiss from the back a row at a time like we've been doing. That helps people stay separated a little bit. And we encourage people not to stop in the foyer and chat, but just to go on outside if you want to visit with somebody. That way it gives room for everybody to get through there. Uh, also, offering plates will be sitting in the back back there. If you have uh, offering or ties that you want to put in, uh, as you go through there, you can just drop it in the plate. And uh, the deacons and ushers, they take care of it. And so, but pray, uh, pray for the service tonight. Come back if you can. And if you're here today and God has spoke to your heart, if you need to come, you didn't come, uh, don't let the devil beat you up over that uh, and try to talk you out of not coming back. Uh, but instead, uh, come back just as soon as you can. And uh, we'll be praying for you. If you can, come back tonight at 6 o'clock. And uh, I'm telling you, let's just be praying. We've got people needing to get saved and people needs to move and follow the Lord. And uh, let's just let's, let's do everything God wants us to do. And I'm so excited about the young people's activities that they got going on. I think that's wonderful. And let's pray for them. Anything else? are here and you are okay that's a, that's a scary event and I thank God that uh, he got you through it appreciate you sharing that with us anyone else he did a great job amen Amen. Yeah, I do too. Appreciate Terry and Penny and love to hear them sing. And, uh, and if the devil tries to beat him up, he can say to the devil, if I didn't do good the first time, they wouldn't ask me to have done it again. <laughs> I'd put the devil in his place. <laughs> Anybody else? Yes, sir. Amen. They do a great job. Thank the Lord for them. Yep. Anything else? All right. If not, uh, we'll uh, be dismissed, and you can either stand or stay seated. Be deliver, you know, dismissed one row at a time. We'll turn over to our ushers to dismiss. <laughs>